from Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What do you do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from non-stop hip-hop here at Flint Broadcasting. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. Join alongside, as always, Mr. Selfie, Marcus Hunter. What up, what up, what up? And on the other side of the glass, the sleaze of Memphis Johnny Radio and uh, CJ Hurtlocker. Man, I'm disappointed in CJ today. I was looking forward to seeing what uh, cartoon character t-shirt he was going to have today. and uh, he, he had on My Little Pony. I made him change it. How long he had on My Little oh, Wow. It wasn't My Little Pony. It was Pound Puppies. Pound pa- that's hey, that's that's d- uh, totally two different things. Yes, it? totally two different things. Hey, you're right, you're right, you're right. CJ shirt this week repping the World Series of Poker going on still right now at Harris Tunica, where I was came in second place in the media tournament. We'll have to tweet out another picture. Like every week, CJ, you got pressure now. Though, like where? Yeah, because you're gonna run out. Like no, I'm not. No, no I'm not. You got a good you do shirt. Not every know week. how many cartoon shirts I have. Every right. week you need a cartoon shirt. We're gonna have to uh, put it out there. All right, let's make it happen. All right, about time you got a gimmicks. J- Johnny Radio's the sleaze. And you're wearing the cartoon shirt together. That's an interesting combination. It is. <laughs> All right, it's like, uh, it's, like, it's like a like the one guy you don't want living next door to you combined in one with those two. We have an abbreviated <laughs> abbreviated edition of the program today. We're only on for one hour, so here's what we're gonna do. Boom! I know, right? <laughs> we are going to play hang up and listen to start the show today. Yeah, so if up? anybody wants to get in a phone call, big news last night: Mike Conley Jr. Uh, twisting womp, his ankle womp, womp. will not play tonight. Probably, I mean, it still has not been announced, but it's looking like he's not going to play tonight. Uh, no point against the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks suck. No point. Yeah, this sucks. You have you have Memphis versus uh, SMU, a oh. big American Athletic Conference game. True. Which used to be a lousy Conference USA game is now a big American Athletic Conference game this year. Memphis versus SMU. Larry Brown's got that team going in the right direction, as you would expect. Uh, you've got the big game tomorrow. There's oodles of things to talk about. So if you want to play Hang Up and Listen, we're kicking the show off. We usually play it at uh, high noon. But you know what? We are playing at high noon today. We're doing it Eastern time in, in honor of the Super Bowl being played in the Eastern time the zone. Super Bowl. East. So it's noon Eastern time today. The sirens are going off in New Jersey. I don't know if they've... They've flipped the sirens. You think they got Jersey. sirens in Jersey? They do. Uh, uh, probably not. In Newark, New Jersey, Malcolm X Shabazz High School, they have a little tower on the top at uh, 12 noon. The, the sirens go off. They they sh- they should. At what time? 12 noon in uh, Malcolm X Shabazz High School in Newark, New Jersey. The sirens go off. All right. Well, and I, by the way, just how do you the know The sound's this? made up. Because how, how would the, you know that? It does sound made up, doesn't it? No, because that's where my mom graduated high school, from Malcolm X Shabazz oh, High really? School in Newark, New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, so the sirens do go off there. Yeah, Newark. let's get it. All right, so we're going to play Hang Up and Listen at noon Eastern time, which is right now. 360-8255 is the phone number. 360-8255 if you've got something on your mind uh, that you want to say. Marcus, remind them how the rules work. Rules go like this. Call the show, ask a question, make a statement, anything you want Kevin and myself to talk about, and then you end your phone call with, I'm going to hang up and listen. Here's the catch. If you do not end your phone call with, I'm going to hang up and listen, no matter how good your call is, we cannot answer your question or talk about whatever it is you call to talk about so make sure you end your phone call with i'm going to hang up and listen we turn the show over to you every week uh for this segment and give you a chance to win some great prizes uh johnny radio if you will tell the listeners uh what they could win today on hang up well you know the winner of this week's hang up and listen or actually they're going to get the best valentine gift you can possibly ever have it's the best 
restaurant in Memphis. It's the best restaurant in Germantown. It's Elfo's. It's $25, and that's the winner. But the first caller, just for calling in and being number one, you get a Smoothie King prize pack. Beautiful. It is beautiful. All right, looks like y'all... I like the weather today. Beautiful. The weather is is tremendous, right? Yeah. Did I pass today? And it's going to snow tomorrow? What That's is going on? I spent all week in the mirror. We're going to get two inches of snow I'm, tomorrow. I'm glad you practiced. Did you practice this week too, CJ? Of course. All right, do you want to tell the listeners what they can win today on Hang Up, Melissa? He can't do it. He's busy. Oh, he's busy answering the phone calls. It's the phone call. It's gonna first caller every week gets that Smoothie King gift basket. The best caller today, $25 to Elfos. That's where I went with my lady for Valentine's Day last year. It is a great place. Make your Valentine's Day reservations. Now they still got some open seats over there in Germantown, right next to the railroad track. My favorite restaurant, Elfos in Germantown. Also, special shout-out to our friends over at Smoothie King. Um, dropping off some smoothies for us today. Man, Mike, thank you. I love that guy. What do we have over it, there today? I, I didn't grab one on the way in. It's a strawberry activator, I believe is what it's called. Is that CJ? What's the strawberry this? activator? You know the name of this smoothie. Tell people about this smoothie that we've got. It's strawberry. Strawberry what? It's strawberry activator. It's yeah. got banana, strawberry, gladiator protein, muscle builder. It helps build muscles, increase strength, endurance, and speed here's, after workout. Here's my question. If I put it in my hair, would I get a jerry curl? I don't. It is called Activator. It is called Activator. I don't oh, think so. Yeah, we'll grow your hair out, we'll get it, and we'll I, try it. I'm getting educated cut, on that today. today. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. I don't know if we recommend putting put them in your mouth. It's delicious. It is delicious. Um, oh, no, that's please, please put the smoothies in your mouth. <laughs> We've got the uh, the the smoothies. Uh, so your smoothie king prize pack. You get it, it comes with a it comes with a uh, coupon for a free smoothie. So you could try the strawberry activator. This may be one of my favorite ones we've had in a long time up here. And I can I can feel the uh, the energy in my muscles building already. Uh, so what th- muscles? So thanks to our friends over there at Smoothie King in Carville for dropping these off. First caller gets that gift basket twenty five dollars to Elfos. Uh, for the winner, the phone number is three six zero eighty two fifty five. That's three six zero eighty two fifty. Five. We're going to talk to you for 30 minutes, and then we're going to be joined live from New York, New Jersey, and our buddy Eli Savoy with a live uh, report from the Super Bowl uh, coming up after Hang Up and Listen. So you'll want to tune in for that. We're only here for an hour today. Let's go ahead and kick the show off with Hang Up and Listen. Let your soul glow. Let your soul glow. Come on, man. Coming to America. Come on, man. I know where it's from, but did you just say that? You're talking about the activator, man. You got to get the activator going on with the Jerry Curl. Man, I'm digging that. Let your suck go. All right, 360-8255 is the phone number. 360-8255. You know the prizes. You know the prizes. You know the rules. You know how it works. We're just playing it an hour early. It's noon Eastern time today, so we're playing Hang Up and Listen. We're going to go to our first caller, Mandy. Mandy, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSO. What's up, Mandy? Oh, man, I love you guys, man. I want you to answer me a question. What is going on with the professional tennis tournament here in Memphis? It seems like every year we get a bunch of nobodies, man. I love going out there, and I'm going to hang up and listen while you tell me what I want to hear. All right. Thank you, Mandy. That was the most masculine Mandy I've ever listened to. Yeah. yeah that, there's, there's masculine Mandys. There's, uh, what, Mandy Patikin is the guy from, uh, who plays Saul Oh, no, no, it was Mandy, not Mandy. Oh, it was Mandy. DJ can't spell. His name was Manny. Oh, oh it said Mandy on there. It did say Mandy. Mandy. I don't know. I've got bad vision, so I first I thing, thought it was a girl. I, I was ready, man. I like that, though. It said, that's why Sorry I said about that, well, Manny. Manny. Our first call. Well, hey, Manny got the, uh, prize pack from Smoothie King, right? So... Getting that gift basket. 
that's one thing for CJ typing your name in wrong. But it's it's uh, understandable for CJ. We're er, wait, we're we're playing an early hang up and listen. It's an early hang up and listen. You know, I can see it's, CJ's used to just chillaxing for the first half yeah, hour for the starting five. CJ has been focused on the other shows. CJ in the starting five, you know. Woo. <laughs> All right, 360-8255 is the phone number. If you hear somebody hang up and listen, that means there's an open phone line. Uh, this is really simple uh, because today we're giving you the opportunity. That's $25 to Elfo's Restaurant to go towards your, your bill. You can make your reservation there uh, for Valentine's Day. We're really helping uh, you out and you, so you can wine and dine the, the lady in your life at Elfo's on Valentine's Day. It's coming up. It's two two weeks uh we got like two two or so weeks away, right? A little over two weeks. Because yeah. it's February 1st. We're four, two weeks exactly, right? It's 14 days away till Valentine's Day. All right, but uh, the tennis tournament, I haven't really checked out who's coming to the tennis tournament. Nobody. I, I'm i very excited. Oh, what, what's up? All right, all right, all right. I'm pretty sure that Mark Goodfellow is supposed to be playing somebody in a celebrity match. I saw That's something bad. on yeah, that. Boris Kojo. That is awesome. What? I think Boris Kojo is also supposed to be uh, playing... Uh, and a celebrity doubles Who? match. Boris Kojo, you know the uh, guy from. Um, uh, he's what, a, is he, he like the only black tennis player or something? No, he's a he's a, he, no he's a he's a celebrity. He's a real TV husbands star. of Hollywood. He real husbands of Hollywood, and he's also and he also on the uh, the Criminal Mind show. Oh yeah, well. that guy. He's yeah. a he's a honk. The ladies love that. Yeah, guy. the ladies love Boris. They're trying to bring more ladies out. They are, yeah. Boris, now, yeah. I will he, tell you this: at the tennis tournament, there are some nice looking. He used ladies. to play tennis at VCU. Oh, did he? Apparently, so, he, so yeah. he's pretty good. Um, the Real Husbands of Hollywood. Yeah, and Kevin the Showtime Hart drama Jones. Soul Food. I watch Showtime. Oh, yeah. I have Showtime. I've never well, Soul Food isn't on the air anymore, but it used to be. It was it was a big time show back in the day, uh, and it was a great show. Off the air now, but yeah. Um, and uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart uh, as the star. That's a pretty good show as well. So I guess with the tennis tournament, it seems like you know with the Mark Goodfellows of the world, Mark Goodfellow, and the Boris Kojos of the world, they've just turned all their attention to the celebrities as opposed to the actual good tennis players. What's good? I like if you can bring it, bring in some celebrity tennis players. I'm all for that. Yeah, why not? Local. Car, here's how they describe him: local car dealer and tennis aficionado. Mark Goodfellow. He's a tennis aficionado. Well, he's playing tennis, so he's probably pretty good. Well, he, yeah, he you're not going to show up. If you're lousy. Well, he goes to every Grizzlies basketball game. We've got, is he good at basketball? We got it. That's true. But, uh, I mean, he's going to be playing. <laughs> I'm at the Grizzlies game sitting in front row. Exactly. You're exactly. saying he'll do anything for attention. Uh, no, I'm not saying but He wouldn't go out and embarrass well, himself. I don't know. I, well, I mean, sometimes that's good attention as well. To embarrass yourself. I haven't uh, been able to look closely at the lineup. It's good that we still got the tennis tournament. It's a down year, but they had some good guys last year, right? I'm yeah, pretty sure last really. year in the past couple years it's been good. They've reorganized Beforehand, it. They're yeah. going to get back on track. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is they. You know, they kind of reorganize the whole thing. You lose it, and you re- kind of reestablish who you are. It's a tennis tournament, but I'm sure it's going to turn around. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the problem with the tennis tournament is, in, in the past few years, when it's gotten to the final matchup, it's been people that nobody knows, and so therefore the uh, the attendance has been down. But Mark Goodfellow, he cannot win it. No, he cannot win but it. But one no. thing is, we did have a Kaz Sabicki or whatever win it. Who? Like some German girl. And then she went on to win like the Wimbledon thing, or play in it or something. I don't know. Never mind. Tennis out. Uh, it's, right. a, it's, it's a last name Williams. 
If her last name isn't right. Williams, we don't care. All right, we don't care. Let's let's uh, care about some girl whose last name isn't Williams in Tennessee. Interesting. First call on Hang Up and Listen. The day after Mike Conley goes down. The day after Mike Conley goes down. The day after he gets snubbed from the All Star team, he goes down with uh, his ankle injury. The day before the Super Bowl, and we're talking about tennis to start. Ex- off. Let's see what right. let's see what Mike has to say. Uh, Mike, you're on Hang Up and Listen What's on MSL. Mike? Mike's calling from Cordova. Yeah, uh, I was going to uh, ask, don't you think uh, Memphis ought to take a page from New Orleans and have more music festivals? Like, uh, you could have one that would be kind of like rock. Block like off. Jazz Fest in New Orleans? Well, yeah, yeah, they have three or four festivals. I mean, we could have a rock fest. You close off Elvis Presley Boulevard or Up Bare Sun. You have the Soul thing. or Yeah, I mean, you could have it named after somebody, you know. Uh, get three or four more festivals. You get more tourists in here, you know, and just sort of the one uh, festival in May. I, I, I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah, and uh, like I said, you could have three or four. You could have soul, uh, rock, blues, and uh, that gives you a bunch of sites. Uh, one thing about the Grizzlies, I think when uh, Tony comes back, I think to me he's kind of better coming off the bench like a bomb that kind of speeds up the tempo or gives you energy or something like that. And I'll hang up and listen. All right, thank you, Mike. Good call. Uh... That's and that's that's how you do hang up and listen. You can call in again. Be sports. It doesn't have to be sports. Uh, the Memphis. It's interesting. We brought this up around bowl season about Memphis marketing its music side. Yep. Because uh, you have Nashville's got the Music City Bowl. Like everybody in the country associates Nashville with music. Uh-huh. And, and Memphis. And Me- Memphis is associated more so nationwide and worldwide with just Elvis Presley and barbecue more so than with music. Because like music in general, Memphis has got such a rich music heritage beyond Elvis Presley. And I think that what happened in Memphis is that the people here allow Elvis Presley to become bigger than Memphis music itself. I don't think people here do, but I, you can't I, stop. I, there's, there's nobody bigger ever than Elvis. It starts internally. I mean, right now, I mean, well, when you Memphis, come to Memphis, you know, when you talk about Memphis music, the first person you hear about is Home Elvis. Home of the blues, birthplace of rock and roll. Exactly, but the first person you hear about is Elvis, and Elvis is just this big iconic figure, right. and you tend to associate Memphis with Elvis as opposed to Memphis with all of the other great music and musicians who have been here and who have come through this city. Keep pounding. Home of the blues. It's, it's, like, Home of the blues. Speaking Birth of the blues, I mean, there was the, there was the International Blues Challenge that just ended here uh, a, a few days ago. So there is stuff happening, and I wonder if, if it maybe could it be marketed and sold better locally and across the uh, the United States? Quite possibly. The other part of Mike's question, this is an interesting question. If we had more time today, we would probably jump into this more about Tony Allen, because Tony Allen's still not back. And you have an article earlier this week at MemphisFlyer.com by our regular guest, Kevin Lipe, where he's bringing up the question, like... What is Tony Allen's role going to be? Could you trade Tony Allen? I do think maybe you could trade Tony that Allen right now. For me. I know people think it's crazy. The team's doing great without him. He's got uh, he, he's a valuable trade asset. People are going to want him. If you're fighting for a championship, you want one of the best defensive players, or a guy with that reputation who's obviously fallen off as he gets older. Not as good this year. Injuries affecting you, that as well. But can't trade Tony. You can't trade him at all? You can't trade Tony at all. Here's why you can't trade Tony. You can't That's trade, an interesting idea. You can't, you can't trade Tony Allen because Tony Allen gave you a hometown discount to re-sign with the Grizzlies. He had better offers from other teams, and he signed with this team in good faith that he would be here uh, okay, set for the that remainder aside. of How, that The contract. team has won 10 of the past 11 games. But it doesn't matter because... They're about to win uh, four games in five nights if they can pull off a victory tonight with Nick Calathe starting at point guard. 
Who's your backup point guard tonight, by the way? Mike Miller? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I was talking about that at the barbershop, and these guys were talking about <laughs> – they were talking about Nick Calathis is a good basketball player. And I'm like, have you been watching the Grizzlies? Hey, Calathis has been better since he shaved his head. Yo, yo, yo. I think that probably was part of his problem. You know, And he's been better since ba- Bayless got traded because he doesn't have somebody – you know, he's not having to look over his shoulder and see, you know, a top 15 draft pick there who uh, and Jared Bayless – Trying to chase him to get his spot. I mean, this guy's a rookie still. You got to remember that. Now you got to look. You get rid of Bayless. You get rid of that the the receding hairline, and you're doing pretty well. I'm so glad he cut his hair. He looks tough. That's always that. Like Kurt Angle did it in wrestling. Uh, You know, you just do that. If you're balding, shave your head, and you look so much tougher, and you get more confidence. You know, let me ask you a question. How does it feel, you know, for, for Kevin and John, how, how does it feel to be you guys? You know, full heads of, you know, long, dark, curly locks, <laughs> you know. I ain't going to lie, man. It feels good. You still have, don't have that problem? So we don't have, don't have to worry about that? No, not at all. <laughs> I love, I, I like the hair. You know, it becomes, it, it can be a hassle, but no, I like it. And the people at Google It's a hassle covers. keeping those girls' hands out of it. See, man, see, man, I got the LeBron thing going on, so I'm a little worried. You know, I'm trying to hold on. You're going to have to, sh- I, you know. Like, why doesn't LeBron just go Michael Jordan already? Because, man, I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, you know. It's hard to let go, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to let go. It's hard to let go. I mean, I'm not as bad as LeBron, but, you know, in a couple of years. You're going to start wearing headbands? (laughs) In in, in a couple of years, you know. Marcus's headphones just go further and further back (laughs) on his head while on the radio. All right, we're playing Hang Up and Listen. We've only got an hour of a show today, so we're playing early. We I'm not play ashamed it. of it. We usually play at high noon uh, Memphis time. We're playing Eastern time today. Uh, we're going to same rules apply and a great grand prize. We're going to go to Billy. Billy, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. What's up, Billy? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Um, I don't think you trade Tony. I'm, I'm with John. That's blasphemy. Um, but I do think you could put something together with uh, Costa Cufos and Nick Calathis, considering... They both have horrible hair. Um, put them together for some sort of deal for a backup point guard. And, um, you know, when we need to give Mark Gasol and Zach Randolph a rest, we're just going to have to go kind of small. And I'll hang up and listen. All right. It, interesting thoughts from Billy. So get rid of the guys with the bad hair is what he's saying. I, here's, the, here's the thing with this, though. You're deeper in the position that Tony Allen plays and you are at the position that Kufos plays. Why does everyone want to trade Costa Kufos, who is know. younger? I don't have no idea. He's younger. He has the better contract. Uh-huh. And you got to have him there to to make Mark and Zach your older guys. And you may be moving Zach in the next year or so. You don't know. I mean, yeah. He's also got a big contract and he's getting older. So why not be able to fit in uh, Costa Kufos? Everybody wants Costa Kufos to be gone. He's the best tradable asset until... If you and if you think about it, he is. Unless you think about Tony Allen, a guy who could go to a team that wants to win a championship. Tony doesn't have a horrible contract. He's got a reputation as one of the best defensive players in the NBA. He may be your next best tradable asset. And I think you could do it, but you got to do it before he comes back. If you're going to trade him, you're going to have to do it before he, before he gets back on that court. Because people have not forgotten about Tony Allen, but they have also been able to live without Tony Allen. The team's doing awesome. And if you're going to trade Tony Allen, you need to do it while he's not playing and the team is still doing awesome. You're not going to trade Tony. I'm not saying to do it. I'm saying you got to maybe consider it. you got to get another point guard on this team. I- all I have to you say is... You can still get a guard, man. All I have to say is this. Okay. The Grizzlies... In look, the playoffs, 
when Kevin Durant comes to town, if the Grizzlies are lucky enough to make it to the playoffs, have you, to face you, the you, Oklahoma City Thunder, who are you going to put on Kevin? Tony Allen may be much smaller than Kevin Durant, but he can still guard Kevin. Nobody Durant. guards him like Tony Allen. And, and the and the reason well, you can't, LeBron James. and the reason you can't get rid of Kofi Kufos is because if you're the Grizzlies and you believe that you're still good enough to make it to the NBA Finals, if you made it there, then you, then you could possibly face the Indiana Pacers who just signed Andrew Bynum, and so uh, you're going to need okay, big body. You Courtney Lee's not filling that role right now uh, well enough for this team? Not defensive. You don't have to have the best defensive player in it, the NBA on your team. It definitely helps. You get, uh, I mean, I mean to have two of the best defensive players. Since, see, 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 the thing is, ever since Mark Gasol has come back, the team has gotten much better defensively because of his uh, knowledge out there and making sure he has everybody where they need to be. Then you bring in the smartest defensive player and then the toughest defensive player and you get... Uh, like the Super Bowl. Oh, we got the best okay. defense against the best offense. I, I got you. Defense wins championships. I just want to make sure people understand. Like, I am with most people. You would rather see, number one, Tayshaun Prince go, but he's l- probably least likely because nobody wants him. And then that's number two. Maybe Costa Kufos because you don't have this. Uh, no, he's too much of a luxury. You're not getting rid of Costa. I, you don't want to get rid of I, I agree with you. I would rather consider trading Tony Allen, who's getting older. I'd rather ride or die than get rid of Costa. Like, go with what we yeah. got. Oh, really? But I'm I'm under I'm under the state. He's a tradable asset because you don't have to have to have him. You've proven that it would be he's a, he helps you. Why? He may be the key to help you win the, the championship. Why? Why? No, I'm, I'm just, I mean they've gotten by without having uh, that role, and they could still try to bring back Hadadi. I'm right? Just, I'm just interested. No, I'm just interested. Why would you trade anybody? Why because anyone? well, you need a you need a point guard, and that's the situation. Like Mike Conley goes down and has to miss one game in the playoffs, and you're going to have to deal with whatever they're going to figure out tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks with Nick Kalathis uh, starting at point guard, and maybe Mike Miller bringing the ball up. I mean, we we don't we don't know, and but, you don't want that to happen in a playoff series because the Grizzlies back in the playoffs. If you if you're the Grizzlies and you need a backup point guard, um, go to the D League. It worked out for him with Johnson. I mean, you never know. I mean, you may be able to find the. I, I mean, I'm sure know. you can find the point guy guards are a different specimen. I know. Yeah, I'm just, you don't find Nicolaitis. I understand that, but you Nicol- needed somebody who can at least come in and give you decent minutes. Nicolaitis is like the was the best point guard overseas in his league, and he comes in and he struggles in the NBA. It's it's tough to you make know, that adjustment. You know who the Grizzlies need? Who? Tony Roden. They they could use Tony Roden. Yeah, no, that's absolutely and true. They traded Tony. All right. and they traded Tony Roden. We're playing. Hang up. Unless we have Shannon a few, Brown few more minutes left on this today. Three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number. Couple open phone lines. Uh, so we get it. Johnny Radio totally anti-trading Costa Kufos and Tony Allen. Johnny, you're more on the ride to die, and so are you, Marcus. I don't think they. Uh, but again, you know that they need. You both know that they need a point guard. And, and CJ, you haven't jumped in on this. Those are the three guys, right? If you're going to trade anybody, you would trade one of those three guys. If you can get a deal for Tayshon, fantastic. You do that. Uh, if you can get if you can get a deal for the other two, it's got to be a good one, right? I'm with those two. Like, there's no reason to trade, I don't think. I think if you need a point guard, you go down, you try and pull one up, or you you work with him with... uh not cool, but we collect this until he gets to a point where he can give you. I think he fifteen minutes right. of not bad production. He maybe by the playoffs, <laughs> and if maybe if you minutes of not sucking. Well, if he please played some good games, and if you would, if uh, he could have been the backup point guard earlier in the season when the team was struggling and losing every game at home, then maybe he would be ready today to jump into that role better than he is. Uh, he does need some more playing time. That's one thing you need in the NBA if you're a point guard is a chance to adjust and try to figure out the defenses and all of that. And I mean, we talk about maybe. Try 
trying to trade Tayshawn here. But what's wrong with Tayshawn playing a, a point forward type of deal? Sort of like a, a Lamar Odom or a Scottie Pippen type of thing. Where he just brings the ball up the court and passes the ball off. He can do that. He I might be doing that tonight. He no, might be doing that tonight. I have no problem with that because, I mean, think about it. The Miami Heat, they really use LeBron James as their point guard, even though they have, you know, Norris Cole and they also have Mario Chalmers. They have both of those Ooh, guys. Don't say that name. <laughs> but... I mean, that's a good point because Ta- that is the one thing that Tayshawn we know is still good at. He has not lost his ability to dribble. And he's very long and he can keep the ball away mm-hmm. from defenders. I mean, he can do that. And, I mean, he's not going to be facing anybody who's going to put any real pressure on him bringing the ball up the court because your best defender is going to guard Courtney Lee or it's going to be on Mike Conley. They're not going to be on Tayshawn. He can handle a matchup where he's walking the ball up the court and then passing it off. Right. Mike Conley going down last night with that uh, twisted ankle. We're talking about that on this early edition Hang Up and Listen. we got to keep moving because we go off at noon today. Uh, Tony, Tony, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. What's up, Tony? What's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, Mark, I'm sorry, man. This one time, man, he was uh, Kevin Sarita, man. Look, you got to get rid of Tony Allen for a point guard. And if anything... We we were losing games when Tony was starting and playing this year because they were getting a big hole in the first quarter or the first half with Tony out there. He's not the same Tony Allen of last year. And, and, and I think when we played Oklahoma City at home with him not on the floor, Courtney Lee did a doggone good job. He had 10 points in the first first quarter. Uh, I think you can let Kevin Durant score as long as you lock down the other people that's on that team, which I think this team is capable of doing. Uh, you got a guy like James Johnson that come in and give you a lot of energy off the bench, can play defense, can shoot decently. Um, and, and now, while you need a backup point guard, I mean, let's be real. Tayshawn cannot go a whole game being your point guard, nor can Calathus do do that. I mean, you saw leads the window when this guy comes in the game. Uh, they lose leads. Sometimes he can save, save base. But I'm saying you need to get a quality bag up on guard for situations like this. You're running Mike Conley in the ground, and things like this happen when you do that. If you get rid of uh, Coaster, you're going to probably hurt Mark and Zach again. You're going to mess up that rotation. I think you've got a good chemistry there going. You see the chemistry of this team without Tony Allen, uh, and everybody talks about the defense. You're still keeping teams under 90 points. So... Uh, it wouldn't hurt you to get rid of this guy. You got more offensive power. You keep him bay at defense. So why not shot the guy? He's old. He got weak knees. I hang up and listen. All right. Thank you, Tony. Tony Tony making some good points about training. Uh, Tony Allen, and he's even helping me sell me even more on the idea. Because I know it's not a popular opinion, but if you look at it, they've won 10 of the last 11 games, with, and Tony Allen has not been playing, and, and they need a backup point guard on this team. Tony Allen for a backup point guard, and you're set. You know who also was old? Ray Lewis was old last year. But he was the inspirational leader of that team. That's a different was, sport. He, he helped them get to the uh, to win a Super Bowl. And yeah. I mean Tony Allen. Oh, so he, now he's not on the team this year, and they didn't they didn't make playoffs. Exactly. I mean Tony Allen. He's an inspirational guy. I mean he's he, I mean he's there. I mean even though he's not playing right now, he's still. You're not like, saying Mike Conley and, and Mark Gasol aren't they the real leaders in the future? Hold on, you of this think team? Mike Conley's over there talking like getting people pumped up? How many no. times are you in the locker room and you interview Mike Conley? He is a very reserved person. He is yes. not the vocal leader of that team by at all. Well, so you say you need a cheerleader in the locker room? Pretty much. We'll yeah, trade Tony Allen that. for a point guard that's a cheerleader. I love cheerleaders. <laughs> so okay, so you're saying trade Tony Allen for um <laughs> um with uh, Nate Robinson? No, not that type of cheerleader. Definitely not for Nate because right, he's out. Luke Ridenour. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what what are you getting? Hey, I don't know what's available out there, but 
we didn't know Courtney Lee was out there either and was a, such an uh, obtainable asset that he became just by giving rid of Jared Bayless and you got Courtney Lee in return. That's a good trade. Well, the, well, the Celtics are trying to tank. They're trying to lose. You can you can find somebody. Anyway, uh, we're, we got to go to our last caller this week on Hang Up and Listen. Bill, from uh, he's calling from Sam Cooper. What's up, Bill? Man, I feel like Tony Allen over here jumping up and down. So, you know, Tony, uh, you know, Tony first wanted to get rid of Dave Yeager. Then he wanted to get rid of Zach. Now he wants to get rid of Tony. Who's going to be next? I mean, you know, Tony Allen is the heart of this team, whether he wants to believe it or not. And I give Tony a lot of credit for not forcing the coach's hand to try to get back. You know, this team is inspired. If you watch when they come off the court, who's the first man over there giving them all high fives? And who's the first man they all go to, they're looking to? And to say that you don't need the best defensive player in the league on your team come playoff time is ridiculous. When you play Oklahoma City in a seven-game series, you're going to just go let, let Durant score as many points as he can. That guy can throw, drop down 100 on you if you don't watch out. But, I mean, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard of. And he's not going to mess with the with the uh, chemistry of the team. He's the, he is the chemistry of this team, whether he's on the court or not. And there's room for him. The thing is, who came back all of a sudden? Marcus Saul, the key the defensive player of the league last year. The team starts winning when they get the, the rotation down with the new Corey Lee in there. Throw Tony Alley in, in. limitations minutes by some. Tony's not going to hurt the rotation at all. And now you got a guy who can clamp down on anybody in the league, take their offense out of that team. Now you got to play the rest of these guys, basically four on five. I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer to me. You get rid of Tony Allen, this team will just – it'll. this is your chance. This is your one chance this year. You don't need to trade Tony, the best defensive guy, second best defensive guy late before behind Mark for some garbage a backup point guard is going to play eight, ten minutes a game. That's ridiculous. And I'll hang up and listen, guys. All right. Uh, Thanks, Bill. Keep on preaching, brother. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what I've been saying. You know, no, you I think just keep it together. I mean, just keep it, keep the team that you have. One with what you got. I, I and I'd be fine with that because I. Again, you're gonna. Well, let's see what happens tonight. Really, before I say I'm gonna be fine with that, let's see what happens tonight with no Mike Conley. When you can, and maybe this is a. And tonight, I do, may, tonight may not be the best night because you're coming off a back to back four games. But you're playing nights. the Bucks at home. Yeah, you are playing the Bucks at home. In fact, but I, I, you're right. It could not be the, the the best way to judge it. But what you're gonna do is try to figure out. I mean, what is Jaeger going to do? Uh, at point guard, what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do at point guard? We have no idea what he's gonna do at point guard tonight. Is Nick Calathis going to start the game as point guard? Mm. Probably, right? I mean, you have to have a point guard start, no? Nick Calathis <laughs> start? And who's going to come off the bench? Maybe something magical will happen. If you think Mark uh, Mark being out uh, helped you know, Costa and Ed Davis get better and figure out their roles on this team, so maybe Mike Conley being out can help Nick Calathis or maybe help Jaeger figure out, all right, Mike Miller's been struggling, but as point guard, just putting the ball up the court, we can use him as that occasionally. Or Tayshon, hey, we've been trying to figure out something to do with him, and maybe he can bring the ball up. Who knows what's going to happen off the bench tonight? Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see, Um, and and it's a good game to figure it out because you're at home against the Milwaukee Bucks. Right, exactly. Exactly, but I'm not. Hey, don't don't think I'm on the. You have to trade Tony. I'm saying if you're going to, the, the idea this team is a backup point guard array from making an impressive run and not being nervous about something. You could still run with this team, but you would be nervous when something like tonight goes down. Because you don't, if you don't have Mike Conley, you don't, you don't really have a guy who you can trust at point. I mean, think about it. If you trade uh, Tony Allen in, the, in about a year span, the new ownership group would have traded Rudy Gay, Tony Allen, and gotten rid of yeah, like home. nobody left from that team. That's absolutely yeah, exactly. So I mean, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, if you're the new, I mean, it's 
I mean, it's a lot of changes in you know one year. Well, there's of, been a of lot of very popular. Look people. how many changes there already been. Like, a very we talked popular last week, people, though. It's been one year, and there's only mm-hmm. five people left that were on the team a year ago. Yeah, but some of those guys nobody cared about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to decide the winner over the commercial break. But first, let me tell you, uh, this portion of MSL has been brought to you by Fox and Hound Cordova. They got buy one get one wings uh, to go on on uh, tomorrow, the day of the big game. So you go in, you can get your wings there. It's buy one get one free to go at Fox and Hound Cordova. It's good to be the wing man uh, of course if, even if you're not stopping by for the big game it is the best party in town Fox and the Hound Cordova serves up sports spirits and fun every night of the week and it's a great place to have uh, your own watch party or your work gathering or your birthday celebration or your life jamboree if you're CJ up there at Fox and Hound Cordova you can give a call in advance and talk to Kristen Walker she'll set you up with your own private reserved area with your uh, you'll have your own tables reserved they'll throw in some free appetizers for you as well if you want to have a private party uh in the public space of this fox and hound they get plasma tvs everywhere it's the best yeah, place yeah. to watch the game it really oh, is oh. call chris at 901-624-9060 that's 901-624-9060 she'll set you up fox and hound cordova of course it's right there on germantown parkway next to the old bogies in cordova uh like them on facebook to get an update on everything else going on at facebook.com slash fox and hound cordova that's slash fox and hound Cordova on Facebook. It's the unofficial place of a beer. When we come back, we'll name the winner of Hang Up and Listen, and we'll go live to New York, or New Jersey, I don't know, one of the two, with Eli Savoy. He's at the Super Bowl. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM! Sports Time with George Lopitas. Now weekdays at 10. Only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Welcome back to MSL. Lord T, Eloise, and Al Capizzi bringing us back from commercial. Thanks for making us a part of... Uh, your weekend. We just played Hang Up and Listen. In the winter, Marcus of Hang Up and Listen is. Mike from Cordova. Mike from Cordova, you call in. Winner, yeah. You won uh, $25 to Elfo's restaurant in Germantown, uh, right there next to the railroad tracks. Oh, all right. Um, do we have, are, we, are we connected with Eli? All right. Uh, you know him as uh, part of the Eli Savoy part of Middays with Greg and Eli on Sports 56 every day from 11 to 1. I know him as the guy I sat next to front row for Charlie Pride at Federal Express Forum on Martin Luther King Day. He's Eli Savoy. He's joining us live from New York or New Jersey. Where are you at? I'm in New York. I'm on, on a very quiet radio row right now. Uh, still right here in old Midtown Manhattan. And uh, it's like a ghost town now. It's a little different than it was yesterday. Okay. Why is it such a ghost town today? Well, because all the stations have packed up and gone home. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does anything on Saturday. There's there's a couple of serious. There's one serious satellite radio show going. There's one CBS Sports radio show going, and then it looks like there's uh, about two local shows going on right now. But for the most part, Jesse Jackson's still here though. Um, and for, but pretty much other than that, all the stations have. Uh, packed up their stuff. Everybody pretty much wraps up after Friday afternoon and uh, moves on. How much time have you spent in New Jersey this week? Uh, in New Jersey, I've spent, uh, well, we went over there for media day. That was it. Uh, so I was there probably for about, uh, I don't know, what, four or five hours. 
So most of the there's fest- nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing there. I mean, there, there, there's no reason to go over there. Uh, everything is obviously right here in New York. Radio Rose here. Uh, all the activities here. They got the Super Bowl Boulevard set up over here. Um, so really, there, there's not. A, there's no reason to go over to New Jersey if you don't have to. And uh, we don't have to, thankfully. Now, Eli, um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure of your history with being in New York, uh, in New York City, but just from your perspective, what has it been like this week for Super Bowl week? I mean, has it seemed like it is a big event? Because I know New York is a big city, and sometimes big events can kind of get swallowed up there, but does this seem like as big of a, an event as the Super Bowl is? It's weird because up until last night, it didn't. Um you know, you just went out and it was just New York City. There was nothing, you know, it was, it is what it is. It's New York and you know, there's going to be a lot of people. But when you were out early in the, you know, probably through Thursday night, you went out on the streets and you got the impression that nobody even had a clue that the Super Bowl was here. Like you didn't see fans in Seahawks gear or Broncos gear. You just saw people that were either locals or tourists for the most part, but you didn't get the impression at all that a Super Bowl was going on. Then last night, I think most of the fans really started coming in yesterday. And last night, when you were out, you saw a lot of people in the gear. And, and really, to be honest, it's just Seahawks gear. I did not see hardly any Broncos gear at all last night. But there were see, there were a ton of Seahawks fans when we were eating dinner. There were a few different tables of Seahawks fans. Uh, just walking around on the street, a lot of Seahawks fans. Uh, from just the impression we got now, maybe the Broncos fans are staying elsewhere. But just around the Times Square, general Manhattan area here, last night was dominated by Seahawks fans. And, and it really started to feel like it was Super Bowl week. All right, Eli Savoy is joining us live from Super Bowl 48. Uh, so what have you learned this week? Is there anything that you learned while you've been up there? What have I learned? Um, or your opinion changed on anything over the past week? Uh, I, I, my opinion really hasn't because I've liked the Broncos from the get-go um, in, a fair, in a pretty close game. And it was weird. I, I did find it interesting that as we talked to people throughout the week, it seemed like as the week went along the opinions of a lot seemed to seem to shift to the Seahawks side. Early in the week, I felt like anybody that I talked to loved the Broncos. And it was, yeah, Broncos, you can't stop Peyton Manning. There's no way they're going to be able to control him. He will. He's going to figure out a way to spread out that Seahawks defense, and they'll score enough. They're going to win this game. Then as the week went along, you kind of it, it became the whole defense win championships mentality, and suddenly people started shifting, and a lot of people started to talk about how they thought the Seahawks would figure out a way to win this game. So I, I don't know what that means or why that was the case, but it, but it seems like the overall opinion changed. But I'm I'm still sticking with with the Broncos. I, I just I still have a lot of faith in Peyton Manning and that offense. I, I it's great. I I love the matchup of number one offense versus number one defense, and I know the idea that defense wins championships. But I just don't know that the Seahawks are going to be able to run the ball and control the clock enough. And if Peyton Manning has the football, they're going to score. I mean, they're going to score some points, and I don't know if the Seahawks can keep up with them. All right, so if Tim Tebow is still the quarterback for the Broncos, you'd be picking the Broncos still? <laughs> no. <laughs> of course, he would. we wouldn't be here. <laughs> the, the Broncos wouldn't be here. The, they wouldn't even have a chance to be here. So, uh, I, I mean, it's, it, it, it is amazing, too. I, I do think there is an, um, a sentiment amongst players, former players especially, a great appreciation for what Peyton Manning is and what he's done. And I think a lot of them are kind of rooting for Peyton Manning to get another Super Bowl title. Is that, um, is, 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 does that seem kind of strange to you that 
players around the league are rooting not for necessarily a team but that they want this particular player to win another Super Bowl just because of what, how much he's meant to the game yeah I, I mean it, I just think it is I just think there's there they just uh, the players appreciate greatness and they all understand and you know Peyton gets some people will try and take shots at him and because of the postseason record because he's only won the one Super Bowl whatever it is but I, players recognize how great he is because they understand how tough it is to play this game and to do it at the level he did and to come back from four neck surgeries to do it at this level and have the best year a quarterback's ever had. Players understand what that almost impossible what he's done. So I, I think they would like to see him you know, top off this unbelievable season with a Super Bowl title. All right, Eli Savoy is joining us from New York, Super Bowl 48. He's been there all week. Is there anything you're just tired of hearing about? Um, I'm tired of hearing about the, well, I am a little tired of hearing about the whole cold weather deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it has to be a topic of conversation, uh, but they're going to get lucky and it's going to work out here. Uh, so I'm, 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 you know, and, and I, I, every year I get a little bit tired by the end of it of talking about the concussion issue, um. You know, it, again, that's another thing that it's going to continue to be talked about because there's not a solution for it really. It's going to mm-hmm. in a game where there's this violent, but it's it's so it's going to continue to be a topic of conversation. But it does that does get a little bit old as well. Eli, uh, just uh, real, real real quick, um, you know, New York. We all know about you know Peyton Manning playing for the Denver Broncos, but Eli Manning is there as well. Um, have you gotten um, like, did you get a chance to talk to any of the Manning family just about um, you know what this uh, what this means for the family to have Peyton playing in a Super Bowl in New York City where Eli is the quarterback? You know, I didn't get a chance to. You know, I know Archie was here a little bit the other day, made it, went on a couple of shows, and I know Eli was in for just a very brief appearance the other day too. And I mean, what's weird? I mean, Archie Manning in what is this? I think five of the last eight Super Bowls he's had a kid playing in the game. Wow. I mean, think about that as a parent. Wow. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you're five out of eight, a stretch of eight Super Bowls. Five of them you have one of your sons playing quarterback in the game. That is an amazing thing. Like that, you're, that that just doesn't happen to a family. That is crazy to think about that. And if Peyton wins this one, that'll be four wins for the for the Manning family in the last eight years. And the dad never could even get one himself, but he has two sons. Yeah, that have, that have I mean, care. like I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, what 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 an unbelievable life that is. That five out of eight years, your son is playing in the Super Bowl. And it's two, you know, two different. One of your sons is playing in the Super Bowl. Like Archie Manning has had very, he can't watch the Super, just like relax and watch the Super Bowl. He's had, he he always has a real invested, you know, interest in the game every single year, just about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely does. And you know, I for one um, want the Broncos to win because I would like for Peyton Manning to retire. I'm not really the biggest fan of watching him play football because watching the Broncos and Peyton Manning play football it's kind of like not watching football it's kind of like watching a chess match because he's out there and it's not like you know tough on tough it's more brains against brawn 
He's I, there's no doubt he's changed the game, and there is and and you know we were talking about it yesterday with Kevin Harlan, and he you know he I mean he just you watch um, quarterbacks now and watch how many before the snap of the football they're pointing and doing things that wasn't something you saw really before Peyton Manning came along. I mean he's changed the way the game is played at the quarterback position, and and I think uh, you know the truly elite quarterbacks who he, I mean he's a genius at figuring out defenses. Uh, I talked with uh, Greg Knapp, the the quarterbacks coach for the Broncos at Media Day, and he said he's the best he's ever worked with at understanding defenses and being able to get his offense into the proper play by because he recognizes exactly what the defense is doing in that. I mean, and you're talking about in a such a short you got what you know 10 15 seconds that you have to recognize what the defense is doing and then make a change i mean you got 40 seconds altogether to get your team up there recognize the defense then change or do whatever you want with your offensive play to get into a proper play the idea that you can do that in a 40 second window and do it as easily as peyton manning does is pretty amazing all right, Eli Savoy is joining us live from media row in manhattan uh, for Super by Bowl. the way i got can i ask you guys something sure yeah what what what's what's the general mood of, of Memphis with the the Mike Conley news? Uh, I I we is like our people jumping off bridges. I could quite <laughs> frankly everybody's ready to trade Tony Allen. Yeah, now. everybody's ready. By the way, yeah, I heard you guys discussing that. Why is Ed Davis not a possibility of trade? I, I you guys he, didn't even use Ed Davis. Be. We didn't throw Ed Davis out there. I think he's a, he's he's a possibility. He's, Ed, he's the one with the contract up that you don't know if you can re-sign him because they already tried to re-sign him and he wanted more money than they were willing to pay him before the year. So he's got it, and so you could he's tradable because he does have a contract up. Right, and his stock's uh, so going I would up. Say, I, yeah, I would think you would have to put Ed Davis in there as one of your options if you were going to make a move. I think uh, I'm not saying he would be, but I, I think you would have to the, include him. But but it's I mean it is. You talk about disaster. Mike Conley out for a while is disaster. Like that that's the one thing you couldn't possibly afford was Mike Conley going down. When we heard that news last night, we were out at dinner and I looked at Twitter or something and saw Mike Conley got hurt and I was just like, Oh my gosh. I mean that's like the, the season over right there. Yeah, that's the one thing that you definitely cannot afford to have happen and hopefully he's not going for that long. But but you know, with Ed Davis, I think that so many people have been impressed with the way he's been playing lately. He's that guy they don't want to lose. They'd rather lose Kufus than they would Ed Davis. But you're right, Ed Davis uh is a good Ed, tradable Ed, asset. And he's, but Ed Davis also has been a part of the success of the ten of the last eleven victories and all of that stuff. The reason Tony's name is coming up by people like me and Kevin Lipe at the Flyer is that he hasn't been a part of this ten, you know, ten game wins in a yeah, oh, obviously. So, so his name's going to come up. Uh, everybody wants Costa Kufos to be traded, but I think he has the the best. Like nah, he is a good yeah. tradable asset because he's got a great contract. And he's a great player. So you hold yeah, that's on why to you don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you get a good contract like that, you don't want to get rid of it. The Grizzlies. Went 12-3 and in January. Best record in the league in January. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley, from what I've heard, is going to be out for a significant... This is a pretty severe sprain. He's going to be out for a significant time. Say, Do you guys, by chance, have a schedule in front of you? Yeah, How many games they play in February? Of course, not not as many because it is the All-Star break. But we'll, yeah, we'll get yeah. the schedule pulled up. Uh, Mark is going to pull that up. But but look, I want to know what you think the record... If he missed the entire month of February... You know, they just went 12-3 and three in January. If he missed the entire month of February, what do you think they would go? Ooh, so th- but again, we don't know if they're going to make a deal or not. Uh, of course, that will change. It will go on the assumption that they're not going to be able to make a deal. Tonight's so fascinating. It's going to be weird at the forum to see 
uh, the true. This is a bigger test than Jaeger has has had. When Marcus All goes down, you know you play Costa Cufas. But like you, Mike Conley goes down, you don't know what you're going to do. You've got uh, Nick Calathus is going to play, but who's going to be your other point guard tonight? And how much? How many minutes are they going to get? You're really starting Nick Calathus yeah, on a team that's in the playoffs if the, the season ends. That's of the day? what's crazy. Like that's what I was thinking. I'm like, my God. I mean, the idea that Nick Calathus is your starting point guard is just frightening. Yeah, definitely frightening. <laughs> Luckily, and the I Grizzlies mean, what, don't don't have that many games uh, in in the month of February. Twelve games. Twelve, 12 games. games oh, there's the only month. twelve games. Okay, yeah. so let's say let's say Mike Conley's out the entire month. In those twelve games, what do you think they go? Let's say they don't make a deal. Or, or with this current roster, what would they go in twelve games without Mike Conley? We think they we th- they can pull off a win tonight against Milwaukee. So that's a win. You got Oklahoma City is the next game at OKC. You lose that one. You're one and one. Uh, yeah, Dallas at home on Wednesday. Uh, I think you lose there. I, I, I'm thinking six that. and six because uh, you know, looking at the schedule, I mean, you know, there are at least five games that they definitely should win. Um, they got Atlanta on the schedule. They're at Atlanta. They're at Cleveland. Uh, at Orlando. Yeah, it's, it's very Washington at home. Uh, New York at home. Wait, you just said at Cleveland. You got Nick Calathus guarding Kyrie Irving. <laughs> That's why, you, that's, a should that's, why, win? that's why you can't trade Tony <laughs> Allen. You got John <laughs> Wall out there win? also. Nick has got to guard him. That's why you can't yeah, I mean, trade Tony here, Allen. I don't. You got. I'm telling you, without Mike Conley, and, and granted, it's it, without Mike Conley, there are. I don't know, especially on the road, there are not any should win this game. There could the win Bobcats? this game, but there is not should win this game no, with, with Mike Conley out of this lineup and Nick Calathus as your starting. It's Nick Calathus as your as your starting point guard. I know. <laughs> Yeah, he bad. got booed by his own fans when he came into a game, and then and then when that's ooh, how bad airball three. Nobody's ever been booed in intros before, but that could happen <laughs> very soon. I, I told Peter Evans that last night. I said, "Boy, but he's playing terrible like two games in a row." And then they introduced the starting lineups at home, and it's at point guard from Florida in his first year, Nick Calathus. It's like boo! Like wow, that's weird. A home <laughs> your home fans are booing you. Like that would be the worst thing ever. But it, I don't know, man. I'm, I am scared to death of this team with Nick Calathus as the starting point guard. And the crazy thing is, you know, several years ago, you know, people didn't want Mike Conley to be the starting point guard. And now you're at the position he's gotten so much better where you can't – I mean, you can't just understand this team winning without Mike Conley in the game. Calathus, yeah, exactly. I mean, Calathus, he become, but he's he gets, just become so, so valuable. Calathus got better when he shaved his head, so he needs to shave his eyebrows before tonight. He needs to shave something. <laughs> so, uh, Full body shave. Like, do a yeah, he style. might do the swimming move. He might go swimming move. It'll, it'll you know, create less. It, maybe it'll be faster than yeah, that. Maybe he can actually guard somebody. Yeah, because yeah, then he can get up. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's less drag on him. So that maybe that'll work out. I don't. I'm just. I don't. I'm telling you. I, there's not a team. Like I'm worried tonight against Milwaukee. I don't even. I am worried at a home game against Milwaukee. That's how much I fear this team with Mike Conley out. Yeah, uh, uh, true. I mean, especially with it being a back-to-back. So we'll, we'll definitely know more by the end of the evening. we got to let you go because we're up against it, Eli. But before we do, people can catch all your interviews at sports86whbq.com. And I know you want to thank all the sponsors who helped you and Peter get up there to New York. That is correct. Yeah, well, you can go to uh, sports86whbq.com. All the interviews are there. I'll be on tomorrow with a little pregame show playing some of those interviews as well from 3 until 5. That's uh, 3 till 5 Central Time tomorrow. We'll have, I'll be on the air tomorrow with them. We'll play some of the interviews. But yeah, I want to say a big thank you to Lawn Solutions, the folks at Lawn Solutions, Landers Ford, Dilday TV as well. Five Ash Roofing and um, missing one. I forgot one. Who did I forget? Um, Lawn Solutions. <laughs> I don't have my list in front of me. You put me on the spot here, and I don't have my list in front of me. I'm missing one. Who am I missing? Dilday TV, Lawn Solutions, 
And we're uh, waiting for Johnny to jump Landers, Ken Rash Incorporated. Landers, that's Landers, right. yeah. Landers Ford, Ken Rash Incorporated, Dilday TV, and uh, all the folks at Lawn Solutions and Five Ash Roofing. So that's our that's our great sponsors. We certainly say a big thank you to them. And again, 3 to 5 Central Time tomorrow, I'll be on with a little pregame show. All right, cool, Eli. Thanks for joining us. Sure, check that out. All right, guys. Have a good day, man. Right, I appreciate it. Eli Savoy. Follow him at Eli560 on Twitter for updates from the Super Bowl. Of course, listen to him 3 to 5 uh, Sunday afternoon on your way to your Super Bowl party. Uh, tune in and, and listen to Eli. Great interviews. Woody Page. You need to check that one out. Woody Page. Everybody loves Memphis's own Woody Page. You're going to brave the blizzard tomorrow to go to a Super Bowl party? Is it going to be a blizzard here uh, in Memphis? We're getting the bad weather? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting the bad weather on Super Bowl Sunday. All right. We, uh, we um, uh, are low on time. Before we get to who's and booze, though, Marcus... Yeah, before we get to Woohoo's and Blues, I want to let everybody know that this portion of the show is being brought to you by the Church Health Center Wellness. As you know, that uh, all of us have been members over there at the Church Health Center for about a year now, and we enjoyed, we loved it. We we're all in great shape, and it's because of the Church Health Center Wellness. They have weights, cardio, basketball, strength training, everything you need, and memberships are as low as $15 a month, and it is located in the heart of Midtown, 1115 Union Avenue. Church Health Center Wellness is your key to a healthier you. You can also check out their website at www.churchhealthcenter.org or stop by for a tour today. We're all in great shape. It's because of the Church Health Center Wellness. The uh, New Year's resolutions start after the Super Bowl, so get in to get your. <laughs> they start the New Year's resolutions start after the Super Bowl. After yeah. the Super Bowl, I mean, you can so I mean, start your New Year's resolution right after Monday. The, Monday. Monday at Church Health Center. <laughs> exactly. Start your New Year's resolution right. <laughs> All right, this portion of the has also been brought to you by East 24-Hour Cafe. It's where we have breakfast each and every week. Let's go eat at Ease. There are four Memphis area locations. Uh, there's the one right down the mountain from us at Park and Mount Moriah. There's the one on Summer Avenue. There's the original one on, in Midtown uh, on Union across from Methodist University Hospital. And there's the new one on Poplar across from East High School. Ease open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Let's go eat at Ease. All right, let's do some woos and boos. Uh, I'm going to give a woohoo, woo-hoo! to some uh, unorthodox Super Bowl predictions. Here's what we've got uh, coming in. Apparently, the one of the pandas at the Memphis Zoo has predicted the Super Bowl. Did you hear about this? I sound like Jay Leno saying this. Did you hear about this? What did he, what did he pick? Who did he pick? Uh, what the, uh, the male panda, which one is that? That's Lili. Uh, Lili, they put up two banners. They put up a Seahawks banner and a Broncos banner. And whichever one the panda went over to and t- tried to tear down first or whatever was the prediction... According to Lee at the Memphis Zoo, the Denver Broncos will win the Super Bowl. I agree. You agree with that? I agree. Uh, the Denver Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl 48-13. So now Memphis has got a panda predicting stuff. Of course, we already got, like, if you want good luck, you go to the the, the, the goat on yeah, Beale Silky's, Street, right? At Silky's Goat. Yeah, the goat. So, so we've got, like, this... I've uh, had to go see the goat a few times. <laughs> I am the goat. But not, not only that prediction, did you hear about the uh, Simpsons? No. Predicting the Super Bowl? How can years, they do that? The years ago, the Simpsons predicted, or they forecasted, this this uh, Super Bowl going down in the episode Bonfire of the Manatees. It was season 17 episode from 2005. Predicted a final score of a Super Bowl between the Broncos and the Seahawks. Broncos 19, Seahawks 14. 
Oh, snap. This was predicted on an episode of the Super Bowl. I mean, the episode of The Simpsons, they predicted the Super Bowl uh, back in 2005. I guess, I mean, it's, it was just Nine a random... Years ago. I guess they were just randomly watching the Super Bowl. I don't think they said it was going to happen this year. It wasn't like a Back to the Future I, I think the teams were so bad that year that they were like, hey, let's just be funny and name the two worst teams. And I also believe those are my two squares, Marcus. <laughs> like if you have yeah, yeah if you have a nine or if you have uh your squares are Broncos nine Seattle uh four you're in good shape according to the Simpsons you, like are, you already won you already won the Simpsons one your square one now I'm happy about that and finally I'm gonna give a quick boo to uh, MSL's own Dustin Starr who lost to to a sixty plus year old Jerry the King Lawler at Minglewood Hall. He did lose to Jerry Lawler. You were there, Mark. I was right? there. Yeah, he lost. Like, to how did he lose to the King? He's I'm a the King, slapping. man. The King is great. I did not know Dustin was such a douchebag in the uh, in the uh, in the arena. Uh, Whoa, you're calling out Dustin. You sound like uh, Dangerous Dave here. All right, that is our show. I want to thank Eli for joining us from New York and all of our callers on Hang Up and Listen. We'll be back next week with a full show. Uh, and I will be at Tampa Tap for Trivia on Wednesday and Green Beetle on Thursday. For Johnny Radio, CJ Hurt, and Marcus Hunter, I'm Kevin Cerrito. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week from high atop Mount Mariah. <laughs>